So, welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashonda Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about striking out. And what we mean by striking out is really we're going to go into many of the ventures that we've had as serial entrepreneurs. Like, we've been at this thing for years, successfully and unsuccessfully. (laughs) Yes. And we kind of want to just talk through some of the lessons that we've learned along the journey and, yeah, just really reflect on the skills that we've gained and maybe the lessons we've learned, the people we've touched throughout that process. Yeah, and I think it's greater than that. I think I would start this conversation really by by talking about the fact that I think today what I've noticed and what I've learned about all those things that I've struck out at Mm -hmm. is that they had commonalities, that all of my experiences brought me to today. Mm -hmm. And it's all of those lessons that I've learned from that really have forged the way from my next thing. Yeah, like people like to say now you're taking L's, but I'm like, you're making lessons. Yes. <laughs> like you're taking lessons. Yes. So you can either win or you learn a lesson yep. in my book. You never yep. really lose unless, you know, you stay there and don't learn the lesson. Yeah, and don't try again, right? Mm-hmm. So if that, if that puts you out of the game, you're out, you lost. Yeah, like you don't want that to be you. But I know it can happen, right? And it can be easy to get stuck in that place, but... We just want to share all of our failures <laughs> so that that inspires you. All of our experiences. All of our experiences. Yes. To, tell, to show you that like you can come back and you can keep trying. And yeah. like every time you get back up, it makes you that much stronger. Yeah. So if I had to think about really the first time I was introduced to entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. I would say it was with mom's cleaning service. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. So, I remember cleaning. Yeah. Child labor, okay? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure it was illegal for Tanisha <laughs> to be cleaning. I was but like, I was a child, for it, sure. It was. But for my mom, she had always kind of, I think we, we, we inherited that really mm-hmm. from our family. My grandfather was the exact same way. We are mm-hmm. entrepreneurs in our blood. It's yeah, there. we like to do many things, and yeah. we really can't settle on one thing, and we don't <laughs> like rules. Yes, <laughs> so we need to create our own. Yes, and so in that, the, the first time that I remember mom really starting a business was when she was deciding to do the cleaning service. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so in that, I, I remember the start of it was, hey, let's figure out how to get clients. Mm-hmm. So we made some like flyers on paper, mm-hmm. and she would actually take me and Tanisha and some of our cousins actually when I think about it and, and God sisters yes anyone she could think of yeah. and she would drop us off in nice neighborhoods mm-hmm. and we would put flyers on all the doors yep I remember that yeah remember that. and not only that I, I think that she really didn't show us the financial aspect of it no but it was it not. was more about putting in the work yeah it was executing to the highest quality that you were capable of. Yeah. And so I would say that that was really the start of me seeing someone trying to create yeah. a business. And I want to say I was actually in about second grade when this was happening because I remember I was at school and they asked us what, you know, one of our assignments is like, what do your parents do? And I was like, my mom's an entrepreneur. And I could not spell the word. <laughs> I still can't really spell it. I have a spell check now. But I distinctly remember, remember like trying to write entrepreneur and I had no idea how to spell it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, the funny thing is I never thought at that age for me, I never thought of mom as being an entrepreneur. Mm, I was like, she has cleaning service. She cleaned people's stuff. <laughs> Even though at the time, though, she had employees, like Mm -hmm. she would do some of the work herself, but she also hired people to assist. 
Yeah. And I mean, from my vantage point as a little seven, eight year old, it seemed to be successful. It was. So by the time it ended, and it will talk about why it ended, but she had KMOJ, which is was the major radio station, major in black our city. radio station in Minneapolis. Right. She had some industrial contracts. I remember going to this. I don't know what they made, but it was like some kind of manufacturing industrial type. <laughs> it was dirty. It was real dirty. <laughs> I remember that. I don't remember that one. And then she had a lot of like housing clients, yeah. nice houses, nice residential. Yeah, clients. like we go to the house. I remember me going to my mom and going, "Why do they want us to clean this?" It's, it's already, already clean because the people would clean before you came <laughs> yeah. to clean. Yeah. Now I understand that actually. Yes. But back then I was like, but you hired a cleaning service. Yeah. Don't make no and, sense. And so she really, I think at one time I remember her having like 40 clients or so. And I was like, this is a lot. And she hired, yeah. I remember this was my sister's, my older sister's first job. Mm. And then my god sister, they worked and there was some training employment that was going on. But I remember it being a, a big part and, and her actually being pretty successful yeah. at this cleaning service. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't really have the purview of why it ended or not, but so my, I guess my idea of entrepreneurship was very rosy. <laughs> yes, yes. It's that if you work hard, you can make some money, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're dedicated, if you have a vision, you know, yeah. you just put together the team, it seemed pretty easy. And yeah. I think that's kind of how I approached entrepreneurship, like as I got older. So at what point, so that was kind of the introduction for you as well, it sounds mm-hmm. like. So at what point did you come back to that? At what point did you start thinking about? I mean, if we're talking about the very first time, like I was trying to sell pencil shavings <laughs> when I was <laughs> now, No, I, I didn't realize that until you said it, but you. You were a little hustler, actually. Yeah, like I used to sell pencils. I used to sell candy. Even to like, like me. Like I'd be like, I want this. You're like, this is my inventory. You, do you remember that? <laughs> no. But I'm like, I feel like I've always been doing that though, yeah. like in little ways. But to me, I never, to me, it was so natural. Like it was just a part of yeah. what I was well, doing too, in life. So, so let's talk about that. So I think it was natural too, because my mom was very much that way. My grandfather, from the age that I can remember, he had TNC, so I'll never forget this. He had TNC Variety Store, which was like a little above a dollar store. Yeah. It was yeah. like a bunch of random stuff. The most random stuff. <laughs> but it was, as a kid, a great place to visit. Yeah. And and my older cousin, my cousin was like two years older than me. I was so mad because they let her work there as a job. And I was like, I want to work here. And they're like, you're too young. You can't work yet. I think I was like. 12, 10, maybe. <laughs> and they were like, in two more years, you can work there. And then by the time I got there, they closed the store. <laughs> yes, yes. And so he he did that. That was the first one I remember. Then I remember him having an auto mechanic shop. I yeah, I don't that. remember the auto mechanic shop. Yeah, him and his best friend who was a mechanic. So granddad was like the brains in the operation. Mm. And he had a, a best friend who was the mechanic. Yeah. And so they opened auto shop. And then I remember... He bought the mini, like the mini donut. So our grandfather had a food truck before food trucks yes! was a thing. Before it was okay. popping, he was yes, in it. Yes, and so he had a mini donut maker. He also had some other equipment, but I especially remember the mini, mini donut, donut maker because <laughs> yes. we had an assignment for eighth grade at our school where you had to make a business, yep. like with a group of friends. Yep. I sold fruit tarts because. <laughs> Well, we made mini donuts and we sold the mini donuts and it was a hit. It was an absolute hit. Yeah. And like, you know, it was 
it was very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, that was such a great concept for a school to have, first of all. Yeah. We had to learn about how to create a business. And how we, so our thing, we failed in inventory. So we did, we sold oh, out. Wow. But we were sold out within like hours of the event. <laughs> You're like, we didn't know it was going to be this popular. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, it, us, it was. It was like we didn't realize how much went into it. So, like, we had to find the bags. Like, we had to come up with the name. We had to have a budget. I know. Like, we were good at that. So, stuff. I had leaflets <laughs> in high school. Lee, shout out. You ever hear this? But um, she was, like, organized. She, like, we got it. We had all of that down. We wow. literally, our fruit tarts were cute and they taste good. <laughs> <laughs> but we sold out. We didn't have enough. Right. We could have made a lot more money. That's funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, I, yeah, what about you? What was your first like foray into business? So, quite honestly, I think I deviated from entrepreneurship because of all the hard work. Mm-hmm. So, when I went to, so in high school, I did that little business day thing. And then when I went to college, I was like, my way out is a good job. Mm, and so I really didn't go back to entrepreneurship till after I took a stab at a good job. So I, I graduated. I got my first job. I told you guys before I was making 41000 And essentially it was just a customer service rep for a financial company. And I was excited, right? I'm like, $41,000? Um, a lot of money back then. <laughs> to me it was. <laughs> and partly because I've never had a conversation about money and people didn't make a lot of money when we were growing up. Exactly. But I was like, this is it. This is the way through. And then when those bills started hitting me, when college loans, you know, Yo. were, were, Sally May. Listen, was, my loan payment once I graduated was $1,000 a month. Yeah. Like, that was equivalent to my rent at the time and so when i think about it though my voyage back to entrepreneurship was out of necessity for cash Mm, to try to dig my way into not even i wasn't even digging my way out of debt to pay my monthly expenses yeah to cover your lifestyle exactly wow so how many years in do you think you were into like working a regular job one you figured (laughs) it took one year one Yep. Wow, that was quick. So what happened was, and and I remember this distinctly because (sighs) I knew that I had to make money. And so my first thing, I went and got, uh, so when I got my job, I kept, I had a side hustle. Yeah. I want to talk about that because that was really the bridge for me, like into, you know, really actual doing, actually doing my own thing. I will always have like many jobs. Yep. Yep. That's what I was going to get into. So actually, so (laughs) this is. Could be long, <laughs> but um, so when I was working, when I so I moved to Dallas right out of college. I didn't have any friends, no family, and my college roommate and I decided we we're going to move to Dallas because it was easy. They had a better job market. The cost of living was still low. We had done all this analysis, right? Mm-hmm. And so my my college roommate actually graduated a semester after I did. Mm-hmm. So we had looked for apartments together. We found an apartment, but I was to rent the apartment by myself for that semester that she would still be in school. Mm, And so my mom actually moved down to help me with the transition because she knew I got an apartment and didn't have no job. (laughs) (laughs) Why people just handing out these big old life things like candy? (laughs) And so when I was job searching, I took random gigs. Mm. So I was like at the airport holding up signs. I was at a baseball game. First of all, I don't watch baseball. (laughs) Handing out credit card applications, trying to get people to sign up. I was really doing a bunch of gigs. And one of the gigs that came up was actually, you know, those Costco 
feeder sampler people. Yeah, that stuff be delicious. And it paid pretty well. So I really liked it because I could make a commission. So we had a sales goal. And if we made over the sales goal, we would make bonus. And it was a tiered bonus structure so we could make more money. Yeah. So... I actually, when I got my 41000 I kind of kept a good relationship with those guys. I was like, hey, you know, I still might be doing this. <laughs> and so I actually was working both jobs, trying to pay my bills. Right. And what happened was, though, is one Saturday I was working at this food display in Costco. Mm-hmm. And one of my colleagues from my main job. Walked in, you. <laughs> walked in the Costco and was like, you should have seen the look of devastation on his face. He was like a mix of like fearful and like sad for me. Oh my God. So he comes up to yeah. me and I'm like, I'm wearing a hairnet. I'm like making <laughs> some food yes. and comes up to me and he's like, Tashonda, is everything Okay. Uh, no, y'all not paying me enough money. He was like, no. He he really thought, he was like, did did we fire you? Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, no, I do this for extra money. And he was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was embarrassed. I have a similar story. My first job out of college, I was making maybe $20,000 in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. I already told y'all my loan, my student loan bill was a thousand dollars my rent was like a thousand or 800 somewhere around there and so i had some pretty high expenses and i was y'all i was traveling the world (laughs) at this time also i was traveling abroad like solo like just living my best life and so i in order to be able to do all that i also had a side job and i worked at a restaurant yeah. And I tried to get a job as a server for like the longest time. Here I am with a freaking engineering degree. <laughs> I can't even get a job as a server. <laughs> so I could only get a job as a hostess. Okay. And so I get a job as a hostess at this like really cute little neighborhood restaurant. And like it was a little, you know, it was in a gentrifying area. Like uptownish. Yeah, but the neighborhood was still changing, but like they were just trying to bring it up. And so it like the meals were a decent price. And so like I would make decent money there. Yeah. And so I was a hostess and the the director of my office. <laughs> oh, I remember this now. Okay, go ahead. Go the ahead. director of my office came to the restaurant. The restaurant was packed, okay? Yeah. And like she, you know, saw me and was like, oh, hi. <laughs> and she's one of those women that like, she don't care. She has no filter. <laughs> so she was just basically like, so we don't pay you enough? <laughs> and you're like, no. I'm like, obviously not. Otherwise, I would not be here. This is Washington, D.C. people. And so then she had the nerve not to have a reservation. <laughs> And so you the restaurant is your full. director. But no, I had to tell my boss, my restaurant boss, I'm like, look, this is actually my real boss. Like, <laughs> we need to find her a table right now. I'm not trying to lose my real job. <laughs> and so we literally found her a table oh, wow. when the restaurant was packed. But she was just looking at me and I was just looking at her. I was <laughs> dreading going into the yes, office on yes, Monday. And yes. I was just like, oh gosh, so embarrassing. But the reality was they weren't paying me enough. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. making enough money. Yeah. And so, I mean, people actually were generous to me after that. So um, Yeah, I remember talking to you about like, that. And you were like, I think they gave me a raise because she saw me. <laughs> yes, I really do think they did. They felt so bad. I'm like, 
Well, this is my, you know, I was doing that out of necessity. Yeah. But I also thought the job was a great opportunity. And I hadn't even graduated. Yeah. And they had offered me a job before I graduated. And so, I don't know. I kind of fell into it. Yeah. (laughs) But but that's hilarious that we had a similar Yeah. So, is that what led you to entrepreneurship then? Um. So for me, I think it actually was trying to find fulfillment. Okay. So when I was exploring entrepreneurship, you know, while after I had graduated college and working a nine to five, it was because my nine to five wasn't fully satisfying me. Yeah. And I was trying to, you know, figure out like, why do I still have this void? And so, you know, it was nice to have some extra income, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to pursue things, not just for the money purposes. Yeah. Like my restaurant jobs, like I loved those jobs. Like I actually look back, I'm like, I would go work in a restaurant in a hot minute (laughs) just because I loved interacting with people like that. I love food, if anybody knows me. Yeah, you do. I'm like- Look at our Instagram. Yo, love food, love food. (laughs) Um, And so- it was like the best of both worlds for me, but I wanted to explore entrepreneurship to explore some like passions that I yeah, had. Yeah. So my first so, one was photography. That, that's funny though, because I, I would say that I kind of have a similar story in that. So I was looking for additional income, which is why I was open to it. At this time, I'm struggling financially and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how I'm going to make it. So what mm-hmm. I did was, it was really twofold. So I, so by, I forgot to mention, my undergrad degree was in finance. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was like reaching out to me. They're like, hey, you know, because everybody graduated together and we're all in debt <laughs> trying to figure out <laughs> how to make it. And, and so everybody started reaching out to me. And so I actually, this is when I found Susie Orman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me figure out this. And I got into the different principles and I was like, oh, this is actually cool. This is the stuff I wish they would have talked to me about in college with right? my finance degree. Right. And, and so I really got into it. And I don't know. So I started like talking to my friends about what I was reading. I was like, hey, did you know this? And hey, if you do this, this will work. Mm. And the big time there was people were trying to figure out where to consolidate student loans and stuff like that. Right. So I was really into that. And so I can't remember where I was, but somebody said, hey, I think you'd be really good in this business that's in financial services. And I was like, I need the money. <laughs> I'll check it <laughs> yes. out because I need the money. I don't really know about it, but I'll check it out because I need the money. Right. And, and so I got into it because I needed the money, but mm-hmm. I stayed in it because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And that would be something that I went on to do for about seven or eight years as a business. Yeah. And I realized that I loved teaching yeah. about financial principles and and different things like little stuff like mm-hmm. things that would for me would go on to change your life yeah. i remember when i learned about credit scores and the fact that most black people have bad credit but they have bad credit because they forgot to pay a 15 dollar payment mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. you know like like that to me really allowed me to help people and so it was two things that i love that i figured out one yeah. is educating people and the second one was helping people really just be better in life yeah that's dope that's dope yeah i kind of want to save the rest of this conversation for another episode yeah where we because we have so much more to talk about like all of <laughs> we didn't even start to talk about all of our adventures. we didn't get there yet but <laughs> stay tuned because we'll do another episode a part two part so two. stay tuned all right yep So until next time, y'all, I'm Tanisha Nicole. I'm Tashana Dixon. And and we we are Black Girl Fly. Fly.